Oh yeah, ladies and gents, really excited to be breaking up with the one and only Southern Charm TV show. We're going to go below deck, and uh, I've got pundit Cindy Harrington, chief financial officer, excuse me, Cindy Harrington, also a pundit, dual roles on the show. She's going to come in and tell us why the below deck franchise, both Mediterranean and the Ridge, are not only superior to uh, Southern Charm, but she's going to get us excited about it, because I basically just signed up to do this with Dara, Richie O'Brien, and Cindy. And, of course, Dara then decides to gallivant. How dare she? That's Cindy, by the way. <laughs> gallivant to Italia for their 10th anniversary with pundit Dan O'Brien. All kinds of fun stuff happening over there. I'm already seeing stuff on Dara's Instagram, charcuterie boards, Roman Coliseum-type stuff, Delightful. artifacts. Good for those two crazy kids. I was at their wedding 10 years ago. Can't believe it's been 10 years. Here comes the theme song, Filibuster Freestyle. On the other side, Cindy Harrington gets us hyped up for the Below Deck franchise. Filibuster, filibuster freestyle. Filibuster, filibuster Watch out for the filibuster. 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 Filibuster freestyle. Filibuster freestyle. It's the filibuster freestyle. Filibuster freestyle. All right, ladies and gents, as promised, Cindy Harrington joins us. Hi, Cindy. Hi, Gavin. Officially. Yes. We were recording the intro and... I butted in. It's okay. That's all right. Sorry. No, you're literally live in studio, so that's to be expected. Can't help myself. It's really tough during the live reads for the guests to just, you know... It's tough. It's tough. So listen, as I alluded to, Below Deck. Yeah. Uh, one of your favorite Bravo franchises, is that correct? Correct. And you are... Do you agree with me that it's time to move on from Southern Charm? I do. I think Southern Charms, I think the charm has ended, really, if I may. The charm's worn off. Yeah, it really has. They don't have a lot left. I mean, you never know. It, it could turn. You never know what happens well, in the off season. Let me ask you this, though, because I don't want to talk about Southern Charm anymore. Yeah, sure. At least unless they do something awesome in the off season or awesome when they decide to come back in season, I guess, seven. Yeah. Has Below Deck been on for more seasons? Not, I know it's two different franchises, so the answer is obviously yes. But is the original Below Deck like into like season six territory or beyond? Oh yeah, easily I would say so. So we've got a show that's been on longer. Yep. And has a more successful spinoff, mm-hmm. and seems to be infinitely more interesting or capable of being interesting. Yeah, I mean for the viewers. I am a, a below. I stand below deck. I think that's what the kids are saying. <laughs> oh, is that days. like the the way we show our Bravo? <laughs> yes. Like knowledge. Exactly. Is that you stand below deck? I've been. Uh, oh, stand. Sorry. Stan. Yep. Got it. S T A N, not yeah. S T N D. Correct. But yeah, the stand thing is interesting. But we'll do a whole pot on that one day, maybe. But yeah. So you're a big fan. I yeah. I mean, I've been watching since episode one, season one. So wow. I've been all in for years now. Okay. So what I want to do. Is talk about the um, first of all, like the overall draw or pull with the show, mm-hmm. and then we've also had you come up with like two or three story angles that mm-hmm. you've liked over the years, and, and kind of get people again hyped to give the show a try, or at the very least, if they like to listen to the freestyle and they already watch Below Deck, yeah, um, for them to be hyped to like have the freestyle move into the commentaries business, if you will, of Below Deck. Absolutely. Okay, so why don't we start with um, you said what drew you in first season original Below Deck series was this lady Cat from Rhode Island. Yeah. Okay. Who's, What's her deal? Who unfortunately is is she did two seasons and then she was done. But 
Her first season, she was kind of like the breakout star because they had a, a separate, a different chief stew at that time that was neither Kate nor Hannah. Okay. Um, she kind of was awful, but it was a little bit about their their banter. But Kat was initially a hot mess, um, a very funny drunk, and had some um, dalliances with Ben, who was the chef who, you know, was in this recent season. He's of, been back. He's multiple, a multiple character. Yeah, he, multiple he always character. shows up, uh, you know, every other season now or so. But so had like a little romance going on with him. There was a question of a, a stain that was found somewhere ah. that was never resolved, but you can make your own assumptions yeah, a lot on of judgment that. calls there, yeah. Um, and then season two, she kind of came back and realized that... Um, you know, she was kind of a mess and kind of like it was a redemption story. Like she turned herself around. She stopped drinking. Um, she had a steady relationship and kind of uh, stayed away from Ben. And she was like, it was a really nice arc for her. And she was really fun. And um, she was enjoyable. Do you think they had her leave the show because she was no longer interesting? Or do you think she No, left I the- think she like legitimately left yachting. I think she did it for one more season. And it was, you know, what she needed. And I think she's she's moved on since then. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Number two you mentioned was season three of the original franchise, Eddie, Rocky, Secret Hookup. Yeah. This was in my notes. Um, Eddie or Rocky could, they, they, might, they might both be men or women, or maybe one is a man and one is a woman. Yeah. From those names, it could really go any direction. Sure. So first, um, not that it matters, but no. it, which one of Eddie and Rocky is the man, the woman, or are they both of the same gender? So Eddie is a man. Okay. Eddie was uh, OG cast okay um and rocky was a nickname for raquel ah who was a hot mess express yeah train that rolled your name is raquel and you're going by rocky yes you're like you're asking you're probably not going to be the buttoned up type absolutely that's a generalization but i'm gonna make it she was a nightmare captain lee was um on that ship he was he was steering that ship and um eddie yeah eddie had been in uh he was an og and it had a longtime girlfriend that we knew about from season one. Okay. And then this came out later on in the season that they were kind of like sexting behind the scenes. When you say sexting, am I, am you I mean able texting? To say, yes, okay. but in a sexual manner. Okay, fine. that's fair. <laughs> I was double checking. Yeah. Okay. And then they were kind of hooking up in the laundry room. Ooh. And it now, was really bad. And he lied about it. Now, Eddie was like... Uh, golden boy okay. like you loved Eddie he was like he had a very Kennedy-esque uh, manner about him uh-huh. like looks and kind of like blue collar guy and um, yeah so it was very interesting when he kind of like had the shady hookup and then tried to deny it and then like it all came out at the end and I have a question did they do reunion shows for this show they not really. did in that in the past. Yeah. I don't think they did for this past season of, of Below Deck. Okay, because I was gonna say I don't think I've ever paid attention and seen any kind of advert. And for... I don't think they did it for Med, Med this season either. To okay, be so they've maybe gotten away from that. Yeah, but that was a very explosive reunion, and Rocky was a loose cannon, and just like everyone really kind of didn't like her. But that really is the recipe for being interesting. Oh, it was a great season. Yeah. I mean, as Dan O'Brien likes to say, certain people are made for reality television yes. and being interesting and being stars, if you will. I would like I'm not saying Rocky is or isn't, but... Yeah. I, you know. I would like to side note that Dan O'Brien should also opine on this podcast. Oh, absolutely. He has some really good below-deck takes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think between the fact that there's two seats, there's two different franchises that are both popular. Absolutely. I think 
you know, to, to be able to have an extra commentator on the show, probably the right move. Yeah. Um, we need some more work for Dan O'Brien. We need that more work. Wall and Dragons is over. Yeah, I mean, we've got a couple things for him to do um, yeah. relative to, um, you know, he, what was he on doing recently? I can't even remember. I just, there's just so many damn pods. <laughs> I know, I forget. But we had Dan on and it was great. I it and I enjoyed it. It was great as always. Because <laughs> to give Dan a dose of his own medicine, some people are just born to be podcast stars. And yes. he just is. He's great. He's he great. Is. We're lucky to have him. Anyway, um, Third thing you said in terms of storylines you've liked, and this is two separate two separate franchises here, but it's the the, the kind of the chief stews, the chief stewards for the y'all who aren't versed yet in the the, the nautical lingo, mm-hmm. the yachting lingo. But both Kate and Hannah, who are the chief stews on Below Deck Med and Below Deck Regular, yes, uh, and Kate is is on Regular and yep. Hannah is on Med. Med, yep. So so what do you I mean? Why and what do you like about them? Why are they compelling? I I I think um, Dara has made this point. I don't even know. I don't know if it was on a pod or aside from a pod that these two are like you alluded to earlier, are just made for reality television. Kate is extremely witty and charming, but also very dry. Yeah. And um, Hannah also kind of gets herself into some messes, and it's always a question of her work ethic every season. Yeah. But every season, you look like how are they going to interact with their new stews? What kind of help are they going to have? Hannah's uh, had instances where she's hooked up with guests before, which, FYI, that's against company policy. But they keep bringing her back because she's a reality star. But they keep bringing her back. um, And always how they're going to interact with the chef because the chief stew and chef interaction is always um, a a dicey and a topic of interest um, because they can both be a little bit crazy and butt heads at times. So you always kind of like look ahead to those storylines and expect some some good reality TV out of it. Do you think, like, what makes it work? Well, one of the things that makes the, the franchise work is that they do have a couple people who are always around. Yes. You you have Captain Lee, who's uh, fantastic in his own right and doesn't deal with any bullshit. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. I'm allowed one. Per, yeah. Okay, yeah. So that was it. That was it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, the, to have the Chief Stew position kind of stay stable um because they actually produce great storylines every season and as an aside because you always know i'm doing some story work behind the scenes on the interwebs hannah and kate used to be really tight oh but now there's a a new change in that that hannah was s talking kate behind her back oh. and now they're kind of like fighting so it out a, a little online there's a rift between chief, chief stews. stews so if you want to catch that backstory head on over to twitter and i think you can find some stuff about that got it so yeah i think the other thing that keeps it really interesting is so in a show again i'm going to pick on southern charm a little bit here sure but in a show like southern charm they've 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 kind of like killed charleston like by that yeah. i mean they've played it out like We've seen Charleston. Like, Charleston's a place where, honestly, if you visit once every four years, you can probably do pretty much everything there is to do in Charleston in terms of, like, being visually stimulating for the guests. Yeah. And by the guests, I mean, like, the people who watch the show, the viewers. Right. So you can only put them in so many dive bars, do so many shots. It's not that big of a city. Talk to so many girls, whatever. Yeah. You know. But then they they make the people go on, like, ski trips. They make the people go on, like, they went camping in some, like, like mosquito like net houses like yeah. in the woods they because they have to like make them interesting right the cool thing about below deck is you're on a you're on a yacht yeah. going to new beautiful ports and places right and you're getting a new a new um, 
they're new guests every week, every other week. Yes. So how the guests react to the to the crew, what the guests want. Like, yes. Do they want a candlelight dinner? Do they want to right. climb a mountain? Like whatever. And those are like the two, that's an excellent point. Uh, those are like the two other characters within the show, right? It's like wherever, whatever beautiful place that they're in that you get to kind of see a little bit of and be like, wow, that looks awesome. Yes. And, and what activities kind of they do like off the boat, yeah. you know, like doing the beach picnic is always the bane of everyone's existence. Yes. So you always see what antics they get up to during that. And then, yeah, the guests are the other big character and you never know who you're going to see on there either. Like... Baseball great Johnny Damon. Johnny Damon, right? Johnny Damon was on this most recent season of um, of Mad. Yeah. And I actually had the, the two things that got me into the show were <laughs> the fact that I saw Johnny Damon on the show. Yeah. It is like element. Right. And then this rap song called June June Hannah, which we're gonna get into before we. Hang oh man, out. yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. So I think that the that and then the third the third thing that I think is interesting to me. Yeah. And we've actually already seen a couple of things that in the last like year that I've been paying attention is it is legitimately sometimes dangerous to be on the crew yeah. of a yacht. Like a couple dudes have been pulled overboard. Just one. Okay. Joao? No, Ashton. Ashton. Joao's didn't on Joao bed. fall in one time too? Yeah, something? I mean they've all they've all had their share of injuries, certainly. It's not but, but like, it's not people, a no risk job. That's what I mean. It's like if I'm watching Southern Charm and like Shep hurts his knee having his dad bod playing basketball, like that's not dangerous. <laughs> yeah. It's just another in it's the pathetic line of Shep being such a bad reality star now. Um <laughs> but like Ashton's getting thrown overboard. Yeah, you he know, got his his ankle caught in a in a line and almost drowned. The cameraman had to jump in and save him. Yeah, that. and if it wasn't for that fiery lady who called it in. Yeah, yeah. What was her name? I don't remember. She was one of the deckhands. Oh, she was a nightmare. I forget her name. But she now. was compelling for a season. But anyway, so so it's, it's it's scenery, it's the guests, and it's the danger. Yeah. Which actually make the reality show. Yeah. Like a little bit more real. Yeah. For instance, the the characters on um, Deadliest Catch, another yeah, seafaring show. Sure. Not super compelling reality stars, but. Dudes crabbing in the Bering Sea in like thirty foot waves. Yeah, well, like there's a little bit of a danger element that's kind of interesting. And yeah. so, not the same thing in the Mediterranean Sea, but no. still, you know, dude falls over, gets stuck in the line, and cameraman's <laughs> got to jump in. Okay, yeah, like, that's a little bit right. So, general pull for the show. Um, general, like, what overall draw for people to get interested in watching Below Deck? I mean, we've kind of given them a little bit, but... Yeah. I mean, I think... Anything the, we've The basis uncovered. of it is that, you know, you're seeing, uh, you know, in regards to its name, what's happening below deck. Like, you get a peek into the lives of the crew. You get to see what jerks the guests are uh, <laughs> and kind of how people obnoxiously throw their money around and... You get a little frustrated sometimes with them that way as well. Yeah. But yeah, you just see the relationships and the antics, and it's all in a beautiful setting on a yacht. So why not? Yeah, it's not bad. So just back to this June June Hannah song. Oh so, yeah. So there were we've already talked about Hannah, who's one of the chief stews on the Mediterranean crew. Yes. And when they use the radio uh, on the boat, they typically like will say your name twice. Yes. And then they say you say your name. So. If I was like calling Cindy, I would say Cindy, Cindy, Gavin, yeah. right? And you have to say copy and And then you, know, you go the from whole, there. Yeah. Okay. So there was a late replacement, uh, like third stew, mm -hmm. which is like the JV stew, yeah. the rookie, named June. Yep. And June just never answered her damn radio. Right. And so literally like on like, let's say the season was 12 episodes long. I don't know how yeah. many it was. Sure. Probably on seven of the episodes. 
because June wasn't in for the whole season. Yep. The words June, June, Hannah were used like 60 times an episode because June never answered the radio. So Hannah would have to keep calling her and she keeps saying June, June, Hannah. So fast forward to, I see this like rap video called June, June, Hannah. And I already thought it was hilarious because it was a parody of the show. And, and then I learned that the guy who did it is one of the guys in the crew. Colin. Colin. So it was like the most meta thing ever. Who went to college for music, by the way. Which is fantastic. Yeah. So anyway, they had me at the June Johanna rap. And then I figured out it was actually a guy in the cast and crew, excuse me, yep. doing the rap. So it just like worked on six levels. And so for me, I'm here for it. I don't see Shep or any of those morons doing anything creative at all. They all, and Chef, I hope you hear this. And I hope I can see you at Selwyn Avenue Pub and interview you there, here in Charlotte. Because I know you frequent it sometimes. But That's right. your show's boring. You're boring. Your whole crew, sometimes Craig's not boring because he's funny. We love Craig. And Cameron used to be awesome. And, and she's still an awesome mom, which is great. Yeah. But like moms aren't meant to be reality stars on a show like Southern Charm. Correct. So not anyway, I, I'm out. And that's hard for me to say. But I'm switching it up. I'm in. I'm excited. I, I'm changing two franchises for one, really, because yeah. both Below Decks are compelling. I couldn't get into a Southern Charm New Orleans or Southern Charm Savannah. Um, Though I hear New Orleans is pretty good. Yeah. But I think Savannah might be... Um, I mean, Savannah's gone. a smaller town in yeah. Charleston. Those people aren't interesting. And those people weren't interesting. Not, not because it's not small as town, but there's even less to do. Yeah. New Orleans is like... The character can be New Orleans. Yeah. I, I can see that potentially sure. working. Right. All right, cool. Um, so... Tell you all y'all listening, make sure that you rate the pod and um, leave, subscribe. A re- leave a review to the pod. If you haven't subscribed yet, subscribe. You can do all that if you have an iPhone on Apple Podcasts. If you have a Droid, some people do. Many people do. A lot of people do. Google Music Play. You can also subscribe on SoundCloud. Uh, but any of the ratings and reviews help people find the show, which we appreciate. Uh, places listening. So London had a bunch recently. New York City had a bunch. And obviously Moscow had a bunch. And uh, I like that Yakuk in Siberia is now funneling stuff directly to the Kremlin. And uh, that's awesome. I know Cindy really likes that the Russians are listening to the pod. I just want you to be there for our wedding. Well, let's not say we're the data, so that maybe, maybe, maybe they'll delay. Maybe, their, maybe they won't know their when capture it is. of you. Okay, they, cool. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> P.S. We're doing nothing, people in Siberia. So no reason to listen to the podcast anymore. Unless they like Below Deck, and if so, then have at. Well said. Okay, Philip Buster Freestyle. Sandy, thanks for coming down to the uh, studio. Oh, you got it. Oh, freight, make the trip. Freight train's coming by. Good ending. No, no doubt. See you, everybody later.